My name is Ansaj Deva and I am the current student union president at the University of Bolton. And uh, welcome to SciPod. Responsibility. It's always something we crave, isn't it? Deep down. But it's one thing to crave responsibility, but it's another thing entirely to act on that responsibility. Now my guest, and the very first guest on this podcast, Ants Sasteva, he is an eloquently spoken example of how to deal with responsibility not only when elected to a position, but what you have to do when you when the chips are down. He is a great guy and also just happens to be a very good friend of mine. I hope you enjoy this enlightening interview. So, Ench, what... Uh... Uh, inspired you to run for student president in the first place? Uh, to be very honest with you, uh, when I got to know that if you become the SU president, you don't have to study and you can take a break. So I think that, ah. was, <laughs> that was my first motivation. And then I saw that this you'll get paid for it, paid for not studying. I could not. It was too good to be true. So what was it you were studying before you ran for SU president? I was doing sports development and coaching. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, so exchanging one form of motivation for another, I guess. Yeah, to be honest, uh, I really genuinely am in love with sports. But the thing is that, you know, I, I don't, I'm not too interested in studying at least i was not back then so i was not really interested in studying and i thought that it's a good opportunity would provide financial stability and you know i can uh you know do a lot for the students so yeah that 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 was my goal to be very honest i think for those of us that are listening when this podcast goes online anyway yeah um, but those of us that are listening to to it from the Bolton area will probably unanimously say that you've more than succeeded in uh, your task in that sense let's let's wind back to that night in November 2019 where were you when you first heard that uh, the cube was ablaze I was actually, so I'll tell you what happened that day was, uh, you know, I had a very busy day. I think a uh, few meetings and then I was doing a lot of things. And uh, in the evening, uh, I went to, I just like, I was like, I'm just going to go sleep and relax today because it was a big week. You know, I had the board meeting that week and a lot of things. So that Friday... I was like, I'm sitting home, I'm relaxing, I'm not even worrying about it. So 
my friends said that uh, they want to go out it's a friday night and stuff like that so i was like give me 30 minutes i'll just sleep for a bit and i'll get ready uh, but then uh, uh, i go out and i was walking to the cube as well only to meet a friend so i got a call and i thought that they were joking but then i could see the fire when i entered the town and uh, it was pretty scary then uh, i just ran uh, when i heard when i i had a bad vibe and i just ran um, so just just went home from the uni and then i get uh, then i get a call that this has happened and then i was there so yeah hmm. was it your decision to uh shuttle between cube and the various places that residents of cube or I should say former residents of cube had been evacuated to to make sure everybody was accounted for so what happened was um, i looked i went i was looking there was a state of panic and uh, i did not of course uh, the university has been more than supportive but the first thing that i came to my mind was where will these students go so all i did was i asked them all to go to orlando village because that's the other student accommodation and the university recommends it so i i don't think that in that, in that situation i thought quickly that i don't think that should be a problem and then i get a call in 15 odd minutes from the from a general manager and she's like uh, yeah she lost the student services and you know it just send them to orlando village i was like i am i was sending them anyways so mm. i was like that 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 was the only thing that came to my mind where will these students go so the mm. safest place you cannot keep them at the university it was you know 9 then mm. so just you know the best option was to just get them to orlando village and you know then the whole rescue you know you know about it yeah cuz i cuz i cuz i remember although there was only so much i could do yeah. i remember doing what i could in terms of directing people to the common room yeah and naturally people were very shocked and uh, and to some degree panicky because some of them were trying to contact people and they weren't answering their phones yeah, and yeah. reunions of such <clears throat> excuse me yeah. when uh, when they were reunited at uh, Orlando before they went to their various places i also i also recall um some of them be putting a positive spin on it like one one person i remember was talking about what it was like uh, uh spending weeks at a time at the holiday inn in bolton so <laughs> saying that this is an upgrade compared to cube <laughs> you know uh, you know their students uh, you know they have they are it's, you know you it's quite good that they are taking it in a positive way because it's it's traumatic it's it, it was a traumatic experience and i remember like that night i don't know how much i ran i don't even know how much i ran i had injured my knee by the end of the night so really yeah it it was uh, it was an old injury but you know just when you're doing so much and you've not done 
anything mm-hmm. in terms of you know fitness or anything so it's just running around and just making sure i was going to from the cube i was running to orlando village then from orlando village i went to travel lodge i was just keeping keep running around that, that's what i did and it was uh, the university's van came that way uh, you know i was getting so many calls it it was i have never faced anything like that my phone was beeping constantly and you know you know credit to the students who actually were inside the cube you know um, i think it's jude kate you know courtney lee alia to just name a few and they played their part you know there were lots of students inside who were helping other students to get out so it, it is a collective effort at the end of the day but yeah pretty shocking yeah the fact that the fact that nobody as i recall nobody was seriously injured yeah uh, despite some hair raising stories of uh, escaping over the flames being quite close to them yeah it's remarkable it, you know it is unbelievable um, i'm just i don't even want to think what would have happened in the worst case scenario because mm. you know you don't want to think about that the only thing i thought about was that every student is safe and i'm sending out messages through social media in person just running around mm. to make sure until uh, everyone's accounted for i remember mhm and i think even though i've i've been a resident of orlando village yeah. my whole time here um i can say from knowing people who were in cube that night and residents of cube up to then they are full of gratitude uh to you anch for how how you conducted yourself not just internally within the university but pushing for their case nationally as well appearing on things like bbc news etc uh uh emphasizing the problems that they were experiencing and expressing their plight as such and they're very grateful for that thank you thank you so much simon you know when i said that when i ran for the president i just was another student and i'm still an, just another student i i just ran for you know not studying but when i got into the job and when i was campaigning uh and i saw how serious students were for um, you know issues like mental health awareness you know or so many different things um you know and i was i was just it was during my campaign when i had that calling that that's why you're running you're running to you know help the students and it just went on from there and you know appearing on national television is a very big thing and for an international student especially like me i never thought that would have happened and i never you know when the first time it happened and we had to appear on bbc breakfast i i did not sleep i i, I was not of course it was the it was couple of day it was the next morning it was the same morning as the you know the oh yes it was wasn't it yeah so what happened was it was 4 am and 5 am well everyone was accounted for and around 2 or 3 almost 180 190 students were accounted for and you know for obvious reasons some mm-hmm. students would not be contactable some students were out 
you know, it was a Friday night. Some students were in Manchester. Some were someone back home for the weekend. So, uh, yeah, uh, when everyone was given a room uh, in the travel lodge, in the Holiday Inn, in the Orlando Village, uh, that's when I uh, went home in the morning around six, uh, mm-hmm. around half five, when I had to meet uh, our vice chancellor, Professor Holmes, outside the uh, Institute of Management because we had a radio interview there. And from there, we had to go to the media city. So I did not have time to think, oh, I'm going to appear at the national television. No, I, I was just, you know, there making a case for the students that they were the ones who made that effort. They knocked at the doors and, you know, they made that effort. And uh, without their cooperation, this rescue would have not been possible. Hmm. I guess w- once it was all over, that was the point where you probably f- uh, were able to digest the news that everybody was accounted for and had, in a sense, a sigh of relief, but at the same time, I guess, a sense of uh, the hard work starts here in terms of making sure everybody is uh, not financially disadvantaged. Oh, you know, um, you know, you have to... I have to credit the VC because I was directly in touch with the vice chancellor. He was actually very concerned about the students. And we both had uh, our own fair share of sleepless nights for the first few days. I remember, I don't know, we had few, like at least two, three times we used to meet and plan what what's supposed to do next. And he made sure that the student union president is there. If, if you are a vice chancellor and you're thinking in terms of the student point of view and what I can represent with so many students coming to me and saying this is what is their problem and I can directly feed it to the vice chancellor. There's nothing better than that. So, mm. so you know, with the money that needed to be given, with the insurance companies being there, with the students, you know, daily briefings every day. It was something else. If you think about it now, it was just people mm-hmm. coming together and helping each other. So that that was the wonderful part. Mm-hmm. I bet it was. Switching to a slightly less traumatic subject. What's been, obvi- obviously, for those unaware, uh, Ansh is now in his final uh, few months uh, term that he can run yeah. as the University of Bolton student president. Uh, what's been your favourite memory of the last couple of years, Ansh, as student president? I think my favourite memory was, you know, when that morning, I, I realised it later, it sunk in later, my favourite memory has been you know, just interacting with students. I'll be honest to you. You know, it's just, mm. it's just what I loved. And didn't even realize how time passed and, you know, doing certain things. And, you know, the small things, you know, the very small problems sometimes that the students have. And, you know, over the weeks, over the weekends, if some, a student comes to me with a problem on Friday, five 
in the office you know i i'm in my office till late i do so what i do is i interact with students from 9 to 5 go to different meetings from 9 to 5 and from 5 to 9 i used to be in the office doing the paperwork emails interacting with more students who wanted to be in the office so i remember my office used to be full with students even after mm. five so that, that was really amazing you know this new problems what can be changed you know societies people discussing what events we can do and it was awesome i think those memories are awesome man i cannot mm. single out any memory i think uh, i i can't single i think the day i got elected was very very emotional it was a very nice day Mm. For those who either don't remember or weren't privy to that information, what was your margin of victory that first election? I won by fifty-eight votes. It was against Meghsha Burnham. She is an uh-huh. she was an accounting student. She's still in the university. Great, great, great friend. Um, you know, mm. great human being, and it was amazing to run against her. She equally deserved it. Mm. I I remember uh when when you were campaigning <laughs> and it was the first time we met actually. Yeah. <laughs> you greeted me with quite the hug as I recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. Nothing like enthusiasm, eh? <laughs> yeah, just, just spreading the love, you know, just spreading hugs, happiness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we'll get back to and the rest of the interview in a moment. But you can see what I mean now about how Anch dealt with the responsibility that terrible night in November 2019. What he mentioned in it is a perfect example of what I've mentioned in the introduction about how it is the pressure of the situation that makes you realize what it is like to make decisions on the spot with consultation of others to make sure in this case that everybody is okay and is very humble about how he dealt with it and modest as well and he he's he's also quite comfortable about talking about the responsibility as we get further into the interview you'll hear what advice he gives to the future occupier of the position he has as of the time of recording hope you enjoy it and what advice would you give for considering um the nominations open for the next potential uh student president opens in the next month or so what advice would you give for a for your replacement I don't think we can find my replacement to be very honest. <laughs> mm. No messing about, I, I, messing, messing about. 
you know. Yeah. Uh, I actually said to myself, whoever wins the SU election has got very big shoes to fill. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> no, I'm messing about. I, I'm sure, you know, I've always said that uh, the University of Bolton is unique in terms of the diversity and the opportunity that it gives to the students. And whoever has been through ex- that experience, you know, makes them a better person. And I'm 100% sure that whoever comes would uh, stamp his own, leave his own mark, um, you know, develop his own characteristics and develop his own personality. So I don't think that there should be any pressure on them to replace me because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans. We are all you know, we, we can all achieve the same things. You can, we can, if we work hard and, you know, are true to our jobs. So I'm sure whoever comes in next would be, would be amazing because that's how the students of the university are. So. Mm. I can, I can see what you're saying, even though I can't imagine at the moment from my perspective, uh, uh, what it's like to have that responsibility but uh, like I said in the introduction um, you know it's one thing to crave responsibility but it's another thing entirely to act on that responsibility and use it also for uh, uh, the reassurance if nothing else of those affected by it yeah. In the, in your in your case, it was, uh, hey, as we've already mentioned, uh, hey, dealt with uh, the events of uh, that night in November 2019. Yeah. You know, uh, it is. Uh, I never thought of it as me not being affected. I thought that if. 200 students, 218 students to be precise, are without a home, are without a bed. How can I sleep? How can I sleep when there's so many students struggling? So, mm. so that, that, you know, that was the only thing that came to my mind. Like, I can't be possibly like chilling on a Friday night when this is happening. I'm responsible for those students. That's why even if they voted for me or not, doesn't matter. They still are a part of the students' union. They're still part of the Bolton family. And I care about each and every one of them. And it was a catastrophe. Uh, you, mm. you don't want anyone to be in that situation. Absolutely. It reminds me very much of... Uh... Something that a certain 78 year old recently inaugurated US president said, <laughs> and this is high praise, I think. It's, it's like what Joe Biden said in his inauguration. Um, that, well, mind you, in his case at the moment, it was, it's an aspiration. He's yet to put it into action because his, his presidency is young yet. But, uh, but the way you expressed yourself so eloquently and also 
as emphasised, as we mentioned in your actions, it's like like I said, it's the best way possible to uh, emphasise what can be done with actions rather than words, of course. Um, you know, it's really kind of you for, you know, Simon to say that, but, you know, anyone, I am sure if there was anyone else in my place as well, they would have done the same. I'm 100% sure because, as I've said, that was a difficult situation and you need someone to step up. You can't wait for anyone to come. Of course, the university responded immediately, but, you know, being on the spot and the vice chancellor then turns up and that's actually a good reassurance for the students that the university is taking the situation seriously and helping them in, you know, uh, it, it is actually uh, a collective team effort and a lot of support that I got, uh, it was only possible because of that. You know, when I shared stuff on social media that we need charity for students, you know, we need donations and whatever, you know, everything is needed, you know, toiletries, basic necessities, food, clothes, shoes. And you saw the university next day. It was flooded, you know, unions. Yeah. You know, you know, unions, different unions, they're coming from Swansea, UCLan, you know, all sorts. Just there were four SABs, three SABs who traveled from Swansea just to donate, you know, like 700 odd kilometers. You know, how, how, like, how would you do that? How would you express that gratitude? You know, I'm so thankful to each and every one of them. The SABs coming from Birmingham, you know, it's just. Amazing to see other students' unions and other charities and other, you know, so many organizations, so many businesses showing students so much support. It's unbelievable. Mm. You can't see it, but I'm nodding. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do that a lot. I, I often find myself nodding. Even when on the phone, I find myself nodding, yet the person on the other side can't see it. But <laughs> Thanks for telling yeah. I'll keep that in my mind. Yeah. I actually chatted to someone who I'm, I'm not going to mention on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I've met, I, they've told me in confidence that they're thinking of running yeah. uh, for SU president. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they asked me if I was considering running and uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think you should. Seriously? Yeah. Everyone, every student is capable of doing it, as I said it. Whether it's you, whether it's the person you're talking about, and I know the person you're talking about. So, mm. and it's an online election this time. So. Oh, yeah. that that answer, that makes it easier for voting in a way because uh, it, it negates the need to actually go into the main building and uh, cast the vote. Yeah, I think that's a big step that we have taken as a students' union, to because it's the first online election that we are having. We, mm-hmm. we would want that to happen earlier as well, but it's happening now and it's great. It's great for the students who cannot, you know, there are some students who don't want to come on campus and, you know, do the ballet box, and I can understand that. I can hundred percent understand that. You know, there were some students. On the day of when the second election got cancelled, 
they specially came to the university to vote for me and i i was so thankful but yeah anyways it's an online election and i believe that every student has what it takes to be the su president you know you learn with the job there is no one way of doing it you just have to be true to yourself and you'll do it amazingly yeah. so what you said so what you're saying is it's as a perfect uh, on a human level growing exercise it is definitely whether people definitely. whether people uh, have one or two terms mm-hmm. as su president you know because the because yeah. the, the the job brings out the human rather than the other way around i guess that's what you're saying is it you know it brings the best out of you it you know uh, makes you step in the real world in the sense that you know you're literally negotiating of what's best for the students you're talking to various different people you're connecting with various different people businesses and so, you know you just uh meeting people from different parts of the country uh you know different sabbatical officers different student officers and you learn so much from them and there's so much positivity that there is about the students union and this job i believe it's it's a lot of positivity and it makes you a better person definitely hmm. okay ansh and last question last question uh for this podcast and possibly uh what some would say is what should be the main purpose of uh, my podcast but we sort of got sidetracked by your inspiring uh story as su president and also how you dealt with the aftermath of that night aforementioned night in november 2019 but uh in the current times that the world is in at the moment what what do you find works best in terms of uh unwinding slash enjoying yourself you know it's uh, always been a love talking and it it is a big part of my job so my work i'll be honest to you is the thing that has saved me with you know all these lockdowns and stuff like that and you know just being in contact with my family you know spending time with my close ones whenever it's allowed whenever it's permitted of course following mm. all the rules just mm. doing my work you know when i have that calendar full from 9 to 5 and i have certain meetings and i'm doing something towards my job for the students i think that's the best feeling and you know just to chill you i just play video games and cook for myself and you know it it is fun it is fun to do that mm. yeah it's it's similar for me in a way um when mm. when i'm not studying or on lectures or whatever yeah apart from apart from recording podcasts <laughs> um i do things like uh watch youtube videos uh do scratch art yeah. and uh, read books that, that uh, that's a good exercise and also oh yeah exercise as well um i recently uh, got myself a push bike that, uh, that's so i go uh, i go cycling every so often including along the uh, you know for those who aren't in the bolton area they won't they won't have a clue what i'm talking about but and should probably know um you know the disused railway track between Bolton and Berry. 
yeah, one... yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I, I frequently cycle along there because it's relatively flat. I think, and it, yeah, I think we should, we should, we should, we should go on a cycling trip together. Mm. You know, and you should tell them about the cycles that we have got for students. Ah, uh, the the cycle, <laughs> as I think of it. The university is giving out free cycles for students, so you know it's the summer is coming. It is good for your mental and physical well-being. Make sure you get it from the sports center. So yeah, you know, just doing my job yeah. in the podcast as well. Absolutely, and especially considering the time of recording is February, that's the ultimate optimism to to think ahead to the summer but <laughs> yeah that's um, that's the best way to uh round off the podcast uh thank you very much Anch, for uh, being having the privilege of being the very first guest on uh, the sidepod podcast yeah well, you know it definitely you know i genuinely you know simon you're a great guy i must have i should say this always you know you meet with a warmth you know, always a good handshake, a hug sometimes when I'm happy in the mood. So, you mm. know, always, uh, always, and especially best of luck with your podcast. And it's just uh, amazing to be the first guest on it and really cool talking about it. I thought of starting my own podcast, but, you know, I'm lazy. I'll, I'll be honest. Well, but- well, there's pl- there's plenty of market out there. Seems like quite a few people are starting podcasts at the moment. You know, there's not much you can do sitting at home. So, starting a podcast yeah. isn't a bad bad idea. So, hmm. as I impressed some of the listeners in my previous podcast with pronouncing uh, that place in Anglesey spot on, apparently. Yeah. Uh, do you want to impress the users, Anch? by uh, speaking your native language from uh, the part of India you're originally from? I'm from Delhi. And what do you want me to speak? What do you want me to speak? Um, it could be could be a thing about, I don't know, uh, thanks for listening. See you next time or something like that. Thank you for listening to me. And I just want to say that I remember my that, that meant, uh, yeah, I said, uh, thank you for listening, and I miss home. Oh, that's what I said. It's like the thing from Wizard of Oz, isn't it? There's no place like home. There won't be any place like home, Simon. So there you have it. The very first interview for this podcast And I have to say, on a personal level, it was an absolute privilege and pleasure to interview the incumbent student union president at the University of Bolton. Ansh is a very great guy, a a real pleasure to chat to, and very eloquent in how he expresses his opinion. In terms of what's coming next week... No interview, unfortunately. However, as an alternative, I have unbeatable records in mind. Because nothing beats 
unbeatable records. No kidding. <laughs> no, seriously. Few beat unbeatable records when it comes to amazing people and lifting their morale. I won't say which subject it is just yet, but uh, needless to say, prepared to be amazed. Tune in very soon.